Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the impact of convergence across key industries and technologies. I'm your host, Courtney Radke, Fortinet's Field CISO for Retail and Hospitality. And today we're talking with Michael Brown, Fortinet's Field CISO for Financial Services. And he's talking about the convergence of security and networking. Welcome, Michael. Thank you for the opportunity, Courtney. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and dive right in here. Digital acceleration. It's it's led to the network being used in ways that we've never imagined in the past. The shift, you know, however, has implications for security. In your own words, how should leaders in financial services advance their network security strategy to secure the proliferation of devices and data? Digital acceleration financial services is continuing at a very rapid pace with no slowdown in sight. I feel leaders need to balance security with the customer experience, which is oftentimes an opposition. One way leaders can advance their strategy is by adopting a zero trust architecture. So this moves away from the implicit trust model and continuously validate, validates at every stage of the digital interaction. This is even more relevant today. <clears throat> the majority of employees have an access from outside the perimeter, as well as the continuous shift towards mobile banking. So not only can you deposit checks from anywhere with your smartphone, but you can also process a cash withdrawal. All steps are completed on your mobile phone. Then all you have to do is scan the QR code in the ATM and your money's at your fingertip within seconds. Zero trust will ensure that only the right people or things are accessing the right applications or data at the right times. I personally feel this is becoming a core principle in cybersecurity. There is also an accelerated pace of applications coming to market and security must be a driving principle in application development. In order to keep up, leaders need to automate with security as code. This is the methodology of codifying security and policy decisions. I think it's critical in order to keep up with the rapid pace of business. That's interesting. So, you know, often don't think about it, you know, a customer experience uh, in financial services. My, my industry, right, retail and hospitality is all about the customer experience, but we're, try, we're starting to see this digitization of, you know, the financial services model where it customer service is more important than ever because, uh, and customer experience, they're moving towards gaining more loyalty um, in their field. So it's interesting that you say that, the use of mobile apps, trying to create a more frictionless experience um, on the financial services side. It's interesting to me. So yeah, I definitely see a lot of similarities in the two industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you just kind of touched on a little bit of it there, right, uh, of the new digitization uh, in financial services. But what developments have you seen uh, around the converging of network and security as it pertains to financial services? So one of the macro themes that we're seeing is greater distributed computing, or what our founder Ken Z calls security-driven networking. So this is the theory that networking and security needs to be converged, and security needs to be where the compute is. This is critical for end-user experiences. It enhances the application performance significantly. So in the financial industry, time is money. You know, we're seeing a convergence helping modernize the network, extended security into every part of the network. This security-first approach integrates security within the network. It also expands the visibility. So it allows policy and configurations to be automated. It enables issues to be detected and resolved in real time. And a converged platform also reduces overhead by eliminating dozens of separately managed consoles. This helps the security team better protect the enterprise and it helps augment you know, the shortage of cybersecurity workers. What I'm also seeing is the best converged platforms start with a common operating system. 
The converged network and security platform where solutions are built on the same OS can seamlessly address security, networking, zero trust, cloud security, and networking security operations. So again, you know, it seems extremely important to kind of bring all of these things together from, from convergence to network and security and, and specifically on security. Why, why is it so important? You know, in financial services to have a converged platform. We've heard it referred to as a mesh architecture. We call it a fabric architecture. How critical is it in financial services to have a converged platform when it comes to securing the network? I personally feel a converged platform is extremely critical. So it helps to provide a holistic view of your entire attack surface, which we see is expanding you know, rapidly. So a converged platform is how you turn the size and the complexity of your attack surface from a liability into a potential advantage. It allows for the interoperability and coordination between your individual security products. So this results in a more integrated security policy. It also allows for automation in areas such as policy management, policy as code, and security intelligence. So imagine if one of your endpoint devices detects an anomaly. It has the ability to communicate to all other devices and applications in your network in real time. So you can use automation based on your own security framework to react to events in real time and keep up with the pace of business. So in your role, uh, you know, you talk to security leaders, practitioners, you know, other, other CISOs um, in the field. What, what gaps uh, or needs have they conveyed to you when it comes to securing their network? And when they, when they talk about these gaps, are they perceived or, or are these concerns real given today's threat landscape? That's a good question. It's definitely very broad. I'd say first and foremost, there's too many endpoint products. Uh, security solutions, they've been traditionally been deployed one solution at a time. And that's usually in response to a specific threat or whatever the company's need is. So each solution does a good job as far as security, but you know, the solutions were not designed to integrate and communicate with each other. And I've heard from some industry peers, they have over 30 endpoint products. That's difficult to manage. I say next, their security teams are getting way too many alerts. I guess that dovetails nicely with the first one with uh, too many point products. But you know, an average security professional spends 15 to 20 minutes investigating an alert. So that puts significant pressure on the teams. It also numbs your staff to cyber alerts, which can lead to longer response times, or in my opinion, what I think is even worse is missed alerts. I mean, it's prominent. I'm sure you're seeing it in retail as well, but it's, owned its, earned its own industry-recognized term, alert fatigue. Finally, talent shortage. I know everybody's sick of hearing this ad nauseum, but I'll be specific to financial services. Compensation for similar jobs at high-tech firms are paying higher than the banks. So it's causing an uphill battle for talent and trying to fill an already difficult to fill cybersecurity openings. And then last, as far as being real, you know, based on my conversations with numerous CISOs and all the time I spent working at large global banks, Courtney, these concerns are real. Yeah, and it's an industry which you know you can't afford to have these these large scale cyber incidents and breaches. The the alert fatigue is interesting as well. You know, we've seen that um, some of the biggest issues is is exactly what you touched on. It's it's missing things. It's the not spotting the anomalous traffic. And I, I think, you know, <clears throat> try as we may, people can't be sitting in front of a computer twenty four seven spotting these things. So we need to augment that with uh, technology uh, as well, which kind of leads me into my next. You know, question here uh, to kind of round us out is, what is your advice? What is your advice to give your peers when it comes to securing the evolution of wired and wireless networks as as digital you know acceleration in the financial services industry continues to pick up steam? And it seems like, as you said, uh, there's no end in sight for it moving forward. 
I think financial services, the banks do a great job with the headquarters, with the main office. So my, my advice would be to focus on the modernization of the branch, campus, and the home office locations. You know, fundamentally shifting your conversation. So the center of the universe is no longer the data center in a hub and spoke model, and then focus on the end users or the entity. You know, security has to be on the LAN edge, the WAN edge, the cloud edge, you know, whether an appliance, VM, or cloud delivered. Something like software-defined branch, SD branch, it can help reduce the complexities. It allows you to deploy the security stack to the different geographical locations. So that addresses the business challenges and the oversight of distributed enterprise. It also allows branch office to rapidly scale and it provides an uninterrupted, an uninterrupted user experience. It also removes the dependency on the main office to host the VPN management system. So it removes the need to backhaul all of your network traffic to a centralized location for the security inspection. You also get the ability to apply network segmentation at the branch level. And this technology also helps with the convergence of operational technology, OT and IT, which is accelerating. In the past, OT networks were isolated from the enterprise and they lacked security by design. However, with the convergence between IT and OT and how they're managed and protected, I think new digital controls and the connected systems are opening many, many more attack vectors we have to defend. I think in modernization, it breaks down silos it allows you to centralize data across the entire organization. You know, data is critical for artificial intelligence and machine learning to apply on top of that. It's used to provide your teams with actionable alerts, provides a single pane of glass to automate, to manage and orchestrate your network and the security across the entire organization. So I feel the holistic approach not only decreases the time to market during the digital journey, but it also increases the visibility and the automation without compromising security or most important, user experience. Yeah, I mean that really ties it all together. I mean, I think the the networks that weren't, you know, previously in scope in my industry, in your industry, we're talking about the IT, the IIoT, the OT. Um, you know, that's adding a wrinkle that, that a lot of organizations didn't have to deal with before. And then tying it all back into the customer experience, I think, is is absolutely key. So thank you for those insights, Michael. Uh, I appreciate that. And I want to thank everybody else uh, here for joining us for this episode of Take Five. Um, so so thank you, Michael. Thank you. So for more information uh, about our, our financial services, visit our website at www.fortinet.com slash financial services. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including its networks, endpoints, and clouds. Thank you.